if I see sin pop up in my life, because sin is not something that I go after, um, I'm not thinking about sin, I'm not waking up battling sin, I'm waking up to live to God, I'm alive to righteousness, I'm alive to Christ, I'm alive to love, I'm alive to giving, I'm not alive to sin any longer, I'm dead to sin. I'm dead to selfishness. I'm dead to the lust of my flesh. I'm dead to apathy. I'm dead trying to to walk in my own way. I'm dead to, to trying to please my own self. I am alive to God in his kingdom, and I wake up every morning in the righteousness of God, not because I'm a super Christian, but because I've been born of God and I've received a gift called righteousness. Hey guys, you're listening to the Braveheart Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. This week, we're going to talk about the voice of faith, and hopefully you're going to be equipped to speak to the mountains that are in your life. Uh, We're going to continue the conversation on the faith, uh, and we're just going to hop right in. Uh, Hopefully, this has been encouraging to you, for you. Hopefully, you feel strengthened as we've gone through week after week, just wrestling with the mystery of the faith, uh, trying to be sober about the days we live in. Um, knowing that the the fight of faith is real. Um, We are in a fight, whether you know it or not, and that fight is for that flame, uh, the Spirit of God that has been birthed upon the altar of your heart. And my prayer and my hope and my desire is that through this podcast, through our simple resources, you're finding confidence with God, that, that you're really understanding what it means to walk righteously, to enjoy communion with Him, to fellowship with Him, and to experience the life in the new covenant. Jesus is amazing. He is bigger and better than we think. And so we must pay much closer attention uh, to what we've heard. Um, And so this week, uh, we're going to continue the conversation on the faith. Last week, we talked about uh, if faith, if, uh, if faith could walk, it would walk in a certain way that faith has footsteps. Um, And this week, uh, if, if faith could walk, I also believe that faith can speak and that faith has a voice. Um, and that sometimes God will call us to climb a mountain, uh, but other times uh, he will call us to speak to the mountain. And I believe this is one of the aspects of faith that is most misunderstood. Um, it's something that we don't talk a lot about in the church. Um, it can feel a little bit hokey. It can feel a little bit weird. Uh, we don't understand it. It is speaking. Uh, speaking out in faith uh, can seem weird. And so I'm going to hopefully break that down for you today. Um, And so we just ask, Holy Spirit, would you teach us? Would you open the word to us? And we're going to hop right into Mark 11, 20 to 25. Uh, This is so good. Uh, Jesus uh, has cursed a fig tree uh, and and now uh, they're going to discover it. And so we're going to start in Mark 11, verse 20. Um, You can just listen with me. It says this, As they passed by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered away to its roots. And Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed has withered. And Jesus answered them. This is awesome. He says this, have faith in God. Truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And whatever, and whenever you stand praying, 
forgive if you have anything against anyone so that your Father uh, also who is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. And so, again, here we, we looked at last week, Abraham, he climbed a mountain. He walked up that mountain. He saddled the donkey. He heard the voice of God and he obeyed. Uh, but I, and I believe many times will God will, 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 will ask us to climb those mountains that are before us and he'll say, hey, I want you to saddle your donkey. I want you to obey my voice and I want to speak to you on that mountain. But there are other times where I believe God says that there's mountains we're trying to climb in our own strength. And God says, no, faith in this season looks like you speaking to the mountain. Okay, it looks like speaking to the mountain and saying to the mountain doesn't look like praying to God to move the mountain. Look, this is what's amazing about Jesus and his teaching. In Mark eleven twenty three, he says that whoever says to this mountain, meaning we're talking to the mountain with the authority of Jesus by faith, faith speaks to the mountain. Faith doesn't speak to God and ask God to do something. Faith actually will speak to the mountain and tell the mountain to be moved with no doubt in his heart, fully believing that what he says will come to pass. Um, And this pleases God um, because the only way we're going to be able to speak to our mountains is if we know what God says about our mountains. And I'll get into more of that here in a minute. And so I believe Jesus is teaching his disciples how to exercise the voice of faith. Um, He spoke to the fig tree and the fig tree withered in a day. Um, There is power in our tongue. The proverb says it this way in Proverbs 18. It says the power of life and death is in the tongue and those who love it will eat of its fruit. Um, This is amazing to me that your tongue has the power to bring life or death. Okay, and this is a really sobering reality is that we were all created in the image of God. And when we get born again, especially this power, I believe, is magnified that when we speak as believers about other people, uh, about circumstances, about situations, about places, our tongue carries power with it. I remember one time... I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I want to be able to speak to people who are sick and to just have them healed with a word. And I believe that this is a separate teaching. I can, I can teach it another time. <clears throat> but, but I remember what the Lord spoke to me and he said, if, if your desire is for your tongue, for me to carry out what's upon your tongue with, with that level of authority, then you have to watch what you say all the other times. Um, Because I believe to walk in that level of authority that our tongue must be tamed by the Holy Spirit. Um, James talks about the tongue. uh, It it cannot be tamed. But I believe that that, that the tongue by the Holy Spirit can be tamed. Uh, It can come under the influence of the Holy Spirit. That what we speak matters. And the voice of faith uh, is so powerful for us. Um, And so I want to give you an example in my own life, and I've shared this a lot, but one of the mountains uh, in my own life was my own sinfulness, specifically my addiction to pornography um, that I struggled with as a teenager into my early 20s. And, And it was my understanding that I had to learn to conquer this mountain by climbing it. I didn't think I could be free from the mountain of sin 
until I climbed it myself. And climbing that mountain looked like reading my Bible, uh, praying, enough accountability. And I was trying to to walk in the footsteps of the faith, but I was actually walking in the footsteps of my flesh. And it wasn't until I learned to speak to this mountain of sin based on what I heard God say that I was truly set free. And one of the scriptures I spoke to uh, that I that I begin to speak often to this mountain was Romans 6.11. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. And so what, what did that do? God spoke to me through his word that, son, you need to consider yourself dead to sin. And so I began to speak to that mountain and I would say, God, thanks that I'm dead to sin. And I would even tell sin, sin, I'm dead to you. I don't desire lust. I don't desire pornography. And as I began to speak this is, this is a profound principle, and I want you guys to get this. I want you to understand not just that this happens, but that how it happens. The grace of God is the power of God, and the grace of God is what allows us to experience God, okay? So the Christian life is experienced by grace through faith. Salvation happens by grace through faith. Sanctification happens by grace through faith. And our glorification when Jesus comes happens by grace through faith. Every experience in the new covenant comes by grace through faith. And so what we want as believers, if as we continue to fight the good fight of faith, what's happening is we're positioning ourselves to receive all the grace that God has for us. Or another way to say it is, all the power that God has for us. And so one of the most amazing things that I've learned over the years is that grace will actually be released over the mountains in my life when I speak to them in faith. I believe it's 2 Corinthians 4.13 says this. It says, I believed, therefore I spoke. And with the same spirit of faith, we speak to our mountains, okay? There's a spirit of faith that causes us to speak into our circumstances. If your marriage is dying or dead, you can speak to your marriage. If you are struggling in an area of your life, you can speak to that area uh, that, that may appear to be dead. You can begin to speak into it, the voice of faith. You can begin to declare into that situation what God is saying. Listen, husbands and wives, this is a powerful tool to combat the accusation of the enemy. One of the biggest challenges I see in marriages is that you begin to listen to what the accuser is saying over your spouse. Well, that, you know, you come home, you know, guys, you come home from a long day at work and the house is a mess and, you know, all the stuff is there and you begin to think, well, gosh, what was she doing all day? And you begin to hear accusations of about your wife. And all of a sudden, if you listen to that and you entertain those thoughts and then you say something, all of a sudden now you're partnering with the accuser. And so what you want to do is you want to listen. Faith starts with listening to Jesus, listening to Jesus and seeing Jesus. Jesus, what are you saying? What are you speaking into this situation? And as you begin to hear what he's saying and you speak out his word and what he's saying into your life, the grace of God is released. And so practically, what did this look like in my life? I began to speak to the mountain of sin, and, I, and I, it's something that I do to this day. If I see 
if I see sin pop up in my life, because sin is not something that I go after, um, I'm not thinking about sin, I'm not waking up battling sin, I'm waking up to live to God, I'm alive to righteousness, I'm alive to Christ, I'm alive to love, I'm alive to giving, I'm not alive to sin any longer, I'm dead to sin. I'm dead to selfishness. I'm dead to the lust of my flesh. I'm dead to apathy. I'm dead trying to, to walk in my own way. I'm dead to, to trying to please my own self. I am alive to God in his kingdom. And I wake up every morning in the righteousness of God, not because I'm a super Christian, but because I've been born of God and I've received a gift called righteousness. And so I've learned over the years to identify with that righteousness with my tongue. And as I do, what happens, guys, is literally God's grace is poured out. And I begin to experience the strengthening of God. I begin to experience the power of God that actually enables me to, to, to experience what God has for me. And so literally mountains can be moved when you learn to speak to them. And so uh, I, I believe Zechariah has this, this same uh, the same spirit is represented by the prophet Zechariah. And I want to read this to you. This is so amazing. Zechariah 4, 7, it says this, Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain, and he shall bring forward the top stone amid shouts of grace, grace to it. And so I love this. What is he saying? He's saying that Zerubbabel is going to shout grace, grace to the mountain and it shall become a plain. And so listen to me. I want to prophesy. If you're listening to the Braveheart podcast, I want to prophesy into your bones right now. I want to tell you, we are in desperate need of sons and daughters of God to rise up in this hour and with the faith of Jesus Christ, as we behold the majesty of Jesus, as we see how magnificent and majestic He is, we are going to look at the mountains in our own lives, in our nation, and we are going to begin to defy them, just as David defied the Philistine Goliath. And we're going to say, who are you, O great mountain? Wait a minute. Why are you standing so tall and so proud? And why are you exalted in my life? Why are you exalted in my neighborhood? Abortion, why are you exalted in our nation? Uh, division, why are you, who are you division that you are standing before the people of God? And you begin to, you begin to defy the mountains of the enemy and you begin to speak to them. And you say, before Zerubbabel, before Peter, before insert your name, you shall become a, a plain. Why? Because we are going to shout grace, grace to that mountain. We are going to declare the grace of God is going to cause these mountains to move. And we refuse to climb any mountains that Jesus Christ has already climbed for us. And so I believe this is so important, guys. You have to understand this. There are certain things, and God will tell you, I want you to climb that mountain. But there are times when you understand through the gospel that Jesus Christ has climbed that mountain and all he wants you to do is speak grace to it. That you take the word of God, you take his word and you begin to declare, shout 
grace, grace to that mountain, to sinfulness, to lust, to pornography, to drug addiction, to depression, to apathy, to division in family members, to fights, to arguments, to pride, to, 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 to an unhealthy desire for controversy, to, to conflict. You begin to shout grace, grace to these mountains. And guys, I'm telling you, the power of God will be released. The power of God is going to be released into your life, into your relationship, into your marriage, into your business. I'm telling you, you are going to see dead things come to life when you learn to speak with the voice of faith. And so, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus right now, God, where, where, where the devil has caught our tongue, we've been speaking death. We've been speaking death over our president. We've been speaking death over our nation. God, I pray that we would repent. And with the voice of faith, we would begin to speak life. We would begin to speak life over one another. I declare life to the body of Christ in America. I declare life to our nation, God. I declare life, God, to our to our political mountain, to Donald Trump and to, and to Mike Pence. I declare life into them, God, that you would speak to them, that you would lead them, that you would guide them, God. God, I speak life to the pastors in America that they wouldn't be compromised by a political spirit, God, that we would identify first and foremost with you and your kingdom and your righteousness, God, that we, we would seek first your kingdom and your righteousness, Lord. And so I just declare life to the mountain of division. I declare, God, that the mountain of racism be moved. I declare that the, the mountain of division, God, it would become a plain before us. I declare that the mountain of sexual immorality, God, would become a plain before the church, God. It would be moved and thrown into the sea. I speak to that mountain of lust and we say, move and be gone. That the mountain of unbelief, God, would leave the church and that there would be sons and daughters of God who arise in faith and that the voice of faith is ignited, God, in a way that we've never seen, that our, that our social media accounts would be filled with proclamations of faith in Jesus' name. Lord, we love you and we bless you and we thank you for your grace that is your power that will enable us to see these mountains bow before you. In Jesus' name, amen. Most people feel stuck in their relationship with God because they're believing lies about what He's like. Your tax-deductible gift to Braveheart Ministries enables us to create simple resources that help people see and understand how good God really is. This results in people finding lasting freedom and deepening their connection to God. To make a donation, please go to braveheartministries.org forward slash give or text give to 469-423-9966. That is 469-423-9966. Give.